Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 7, you will hear stories from our 8th collection, Lost and Found. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Blue Light Blues by Patricia E. Watts. At 16, I had passed my driver's ed course complete with perfect parallel parking on our very busy Main Street. Not only was I awarded my driver's license, but I also got the long-awaited keys to the green and white 55 Pontiac. Life was good. Two weeks later, I was happily running an errand when I got to the bottom of our street and turned the corner. My transistor radio slid off the passenger seat and landed on the floorboards with a thud. I bent down to retrieve it, and when I looked up, it was too late. I centered a light pole on the corner. I sat a moment trying to decide what to do next. Then I thought, if I don't tell my dad, the neighbors certainly will. So I backed up and headed down to his establishment. He told me to go back to the scene of the accident and he would be there shortly. I waited patiently, only to see he had a police car following him. The officer asked for an explanation, and after giving him the details, my dad asked him to give me a moving violation ticket, one that required me to come before the judge in traffic court. The officer handed me my ticket, and my dad told me to follow him home. When he got out of his car at our house, he pulled a piece of paper out of his wallet and wrote down the mileage on the odometer of the Pontiac. He then asked for my keys and driver's license. He said I could sit in my car if I wanted, or I could wash it, but I could not drive it for six weeks. That meant that in two weeks flat, I had lost my driver's license. To add insult to injury, it also meant I now had to resume once again walking the one and a half miles each way to my high school. My court date came, and Dad drove me to the courthouse. When the judge called me forward, he too asked for an explanation, which I once again offered. Whose car were you driving? the judge asked. Mine, I answered. Is it in your name? Yes, sir. I earned it babysitting. The judge paused for a long time. He said he did not think babysitting paid enough to buy a car. So I explained. To earn it, I had to babysit my younger brother every day after school, every Saturday, and every summer for three years straight while my parents worked. The judge offered another long pause. I don't think he quite knew what to do with me. Then he asked if I had learned anything from this experience. Yes, sir. Two lessons. One was not to leave the scene of an accident, and the other was never to buy a car without a radio in it. I could hear laughter in the courtroom behind me. The judge then tore up my ticket and said I could go, but he did not want to see me back in this courtroom again. The drive home was completely silent, 
When we arrived, my dad pulled a piece of paper out of his wallet to verify that the odometer reading in the Pontiac had not changed, and then he handed me my keys and driver's license. And he gave me a big old bear hug. Fifteen years later, I was the legal secretary for the city attorney. I was sitting at a red light behind two other vehicles when, wham, the car behind me rammed me into the two cars in front of me. When I looked in the rearview mirror and saw it was a police car, I swallowed hard. My first thought was, I'll bet they will blame me. And the second thought was, oh goodness, if this goes to court, my boss will have to defend the policeman against me. That could not be good. About that time, the officer ran up to my window and said, it's all cut and dried, it's all my fault, I wasn't watching where I was going. We were only three blocks from the police station, so it did not take the police chief long to get to the scene. With his face beat red, he slammed his fist down on the fender of the crumpled patrol car and yelled, Doggone it! This is a brand new car! We haven't even had it a week! I thought I might suggest to the chief that he could take the policeman's license for six weeks and make him walk to work, and he could certainly ask what he had learned from this. But I didn't say anything. I was just glad I did not have to go to court. So that's why I just gave the policeman a big old bear hug. Copyright 2023, Patricia E. Watts. Patricia E. Watts lives in Mountville, South Carolina, where the love of local and family history has given her a passion to write stories to pass down to her children. She has found through stories of tragedies, tears, and triumphs, and even mysteries, that she has a rich heritage worth telling. Six stories have appeared in previous personal story publishing project anthologies, A Real Small Town. The paired stories, Sometimes the Prize Goes to the Wrong Person and the Orphan Train, Chancing the Buddy System, The Class of 44 Ring, and The Saltwater Taffy Escapade. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another Six Minute Story. You can read them all in the eight anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.